Hello. Hey, Kate, where are you now? Because I'm just wondering what time the podcast kicks off. Where? I've got a lot of questions. Um, I'm just at Brashes. Just <laughs> it's, getting... two, it's two questions. Oh, well, it seems like I'm being bombarded. God. <laughs> I feel really no one's getting the third degree. I'm just at Brashes getting a record. Brashes? Yeah. What, well, did you go, go back in time? Silly me. What's it called? Um, oh. So uh, it sounds like I'm expecting about 15. Um, oh, I did just have to, just on the way, um, I was just going to pick a friend up who was out at Wobby's World. You're not really a very good liar, are you? What do you mean? You, I, I think you're telling me a porky pie. Look around you right now. Mm-hmm. You looking? Mm-hmm. Tell me what you see. Um, there's a very helpful young lady. Mm-hmm. And um, it looks like there's a set of very large decorative beads on display. You're at sexy land again, aren't you? Yep. I had a grilled burger yesterday. Oh, you didn't go to Nando's? No. <laughs> thought I'd mix it up. <laughs> now, grilled have got this thing going where they give you a token. I don't know if you've seen it. No. And it's for local charities. They have three sort of um, canisters. <gasps> oh, I've heard of the concept. Whoever yeah. gets the most tokens, mm. that charity gets a donation from grilled. So it's like a thing for communities. That's a good idea. Yeah. Now... Look, this is controversial, mm-hmm. but I'm getting a bit of charity fatigue. Ah. Uh, because it's a bit, some of them are a bit rich, I reckon. Yeah. The tr- three choices I had were humane research, so they're looking after the ethical treatment of animals. Oh, yeah. Which Fair is enough. a bit ironic in the hamburger shop. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've grilled some of your colleagues, but we'd like to... <laughs> we did it humanely. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, there was an early childhood learning... Centre, you can make a donation to. <laughs> which I thought, well, these people live in, I'm in Hawthorne. That's it. They can afford to. And there's government subsidies and funding, family tax benefits. I wasn't sure about that one. Yeah. And then there was a trouble. If it's in Uganda or something, fine. Yeah. If it's out the back of Glen Iris. Well, yeah, it's all local. Yeah. And then there was a, um, a like a troubled teens weekend away where they go and do some high ropes courses and get back on track. Oh, yeah, because I always found that that orienteering really helped those people get off the ice. <laughs> so, I mean, which, which one would you have put it in? Well, probably the animal one. I went the animal one as yeah. well. Yeah. People are taking the concept of a charity a bit far. Yeah. And it happened to my girlfriend, Ange, in her office the other day. The boss comes out and he says, guys, just doing a raffle, if you don't mind, you know, pitching in, buy a ticket. For, like, you know, people in West Africa or... <laughs> You know, can we send some money over there or things are not good in Syria? No, it was um, it was for his son, actually. Yeah. Who is at Xavier. Yeah. And they want to raise some money for, I don't know. I, I, like Angie didn't pool. actually find out, but probably. The polo team. But anyway, I mean, what are you going to say? Yeah, it's your boss. So you super put your hand up. All right, so you go, yep, you go on, you got uh, He sells seven tickets. Beautiful. All right, cool. I'll just sort it out for you. He comes back. Now, how much would you expect a raffle ticket for something like that to cost? They're normally two bucks, I think. What's your max, though? Five. A hundred dollars. Get off. A hundred dollars? It's not a silent auction. I'm not getting some Shane Warne memorabilia. This is beyond. A hundred dollars. So that's the prize in the raffle, by the way. It's a car. A small car. Mm. She gets a text anyway that night. We're Mm. sitting at home. We're watching something on the iPad. Mm. She gets a text from the boss. Says... 
Girls, clearly it's a group message to all the girls that he fleeced. Yeah. Girls didn't win the raffle, gutted. He didn't or none of you? None of you. Oh, because we're all in it together with you and your high-rolling fancy schools and everything. Far <laughs> out. He's gutted. Yeah. The irony, he probably didn't buy one for himself. <laughs> This is probably a bit of a two-part confession. Do you have like a someone at work who sort of becomes your like work husband or well, work wife? This isn't really about me. This is about you. Okay. So just get I it guess off your why chest. I'm asking is because I have a work husband. Right. And is he gay? Because we don't even need to have this conversation. No, he's not gay. Well, that would make it a lot easier. Yeah. He's married, right. as am I, and I think your work husband has a couple of advantages. Mm. One, you don't have to, like you have to see him in the morning, but you don't have to see him first thing. Right. Yeah. So he's sort of cleaned up a bit from your actual real life husband. Yeah. Yeah. And you sort of, if you've got a good work husband wife partnership. You can, you're more on the same team. You know how at home you can step into your own sort of separate corner and you can go, I'm going to defend this, you're going to defend that, we're going to disagree on this, I want to sit there, I want to hold the remote. At work you seem to be more on the same page. You're pulling in the same direction. That's right. You're both probably united against your boss. Yeah. So lately I've been bringing hilarious stories of my work husband home it hasn't been going down very tell well. Us, d- tell us about, the, like, is he tall, dark and handsome? or? Uh, he's probably my height and handsome. And he dresses really well and he's sort of European. Mm. Right. Right. And um, he's funny. Mm. Yeah. See, I can listening to this as a guy. Yeah. I hate him already. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a real knob. <laughs> Now, is this what Mark's reaction was? Yes. Right. And he doesn't want to hear any more, like, funny stories. Tell from us a funny story about what, whatever. We'll make up a name for him if you want. Pedro. Okay, let's call him Pedro. <laughs> Tell us a hilarious story about Pedro. <laughs> I have a lot of um, bulldog clips at my desk. Mm. And the other day he made what I thought was a funny joke where he said, what are you? Are you a kleptomaniac? <laughs> <laughs> now, does Mark have a work... Wife. Yes. Right. Yes. And do you know he said to me the other day, <laughs> which I found probably I could have included this under my worrying trend, <laughs> he said, you know, they get along really well, they swapped a lot of recipes, which is common among the work spouse yeah. relationship, I think. And um, he was saying how she has such enormous boobs that he finds it really hard to look her in the face all the time. <laughs> I didn't have a whole lot of sympathy for that issue, but, like, I was glad that he told me that that's what he was struggling with. That was the most difficult part. And she was leaning over a bench and obviously, you know, they're such good friends and she didn't realise and whatever. He said he had a funny expression on his face the whole time, like it really hurt his eyes to not even glance down for one second and look down her top. Are there multiple problems here? I don't know. I don't know. 
Oh, I'm supposed to give you some advice here, aren't I? Oh, yeah, that'd be good. That's what I came in for. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. What have you got? I think we're looking too deep into it. Oh, this okay. is just a person at work who happens to be a man who's a friend of yours. Right. Why do we have to bring sex into the equation? Ah, uh, okay. That's where I've gone wrong. Well, I didn't think you were thinking about that, though. Oh, no, I wasn't. You just said that. that, that I didn't was think the... people in the church were thinking about that either, though. No, well, I'm not. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> I, think, I think we're there. I think we should probably say that that's the end. Yeah. Mm. But give me 20 Hail Marys as well. <laughs> Actually, give me 50 for Mark. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a bit reluctant to share this one because it's very personal. I mean, it's just me. But Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Actually, I looked at the podcast stats from last week. <laughs> Pretty much it's just you. <laughs> and my mum. I have a pair of tweezers mm-hmm. that I keep on a ledge in the shower. Yes. But I keep, I keep them on a, the ledges up high and yeah. I keep them – I'm a bit taller than my girlfriend, Ange, and I've kept <laughs> them just out of sight. Ah, yes. Yes. And I, I use them for something that I didn't really want her to know about. <laughs> I'm and tipping it's not your stamp collection that you like to have a look at while you're in the shower. <laughs> and don't use the old grade three joke of, oh, you're having a wank, were you? <laughs> no. Oh, that's <laughs> but she was cl- cleaning the other day and she came across the tweezers and she said, oh, what are you keeping oh, a pair of tweezers up here for? Yeah, like it's one thing to have them, it's another thing to hide them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought... Well, you know me. I'm not very. I'm not very good at coming up with a story on the fly. No. So I usually just. Bleh, Which is a good thing that you're not a bad liar. Out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. I mean, you have done three years of drama school, and you would think you'd have some improv skills, but kind of everything. I'm good with the script. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not very good off page. <laughs> I said to her, "Look, I've been getting a few grey hairs. It's a bit of salt and pepper <laughs> happening." <laughs> But there's not many. I think I'll give. I think at this stage I can just manage it. I don't need to go to the rinse yet. Or we don't need to call in professionals. No, just yet. I've got chest hair as well. There's a couple on there. <gasps> really? And I don't want it there. That's weird. No, that's weird. So I said that's to like her, "That's like Kenny Rogers." I've got a new policy. Mm. I'm just gonna pluck out four a day. <laughs> I'm limiting myself. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to. I mean, if I stay there, I'm not gonna do it all morning. Yeah, it's true. But just a couple of times. That's just, true. Just sort of keep ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. She she was actually quite upset for me because she <laughs> basically <laughs> identified that I was going through a midlife crisis. Oh, so then did her face turn from like <laughs> sort of curiosity to pity? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's a losing. I realise it's a losing battle. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, any if I can just eke out a few more months. <laughs> months? Okay, all right. So <laughs> you've almost admitted defeat. I wonder if you could – well, you know, because I dye my hair all the time and it always says don't use it anywhere else because you're tempted to use it on your eyebrows or whatever. <laughs> so if, even if you bought just for men, you yeah. probably couldn't use it on your chest. Oh, uh, right. Or anywhere else. <laughs> Just saying, I think it could be a burning hazard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it probably says that on the packet. (laughs) I wouldn't be the first guy to be in the um, emergency ward. No, no, no. So what seems to be the problem? Um, Can we close the door? (laughs) 
Like those people that fell on a hammer. (laughs) It was just there and it was upright. (laughs) Marketing Madness. Jeff, this week's Marketing Madness involves yogurt and junk food. Right. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I'm familiar with both of those. But are you familiar with them together? Uh... No, I don't think I've ever had like a packet of chips and yogurt. That's or a packet of jelly beans on top of yogurt. I was at the um, let's call it a mall recently. Why did we move to America? <laughs> they're called like yogurt top or something. Like they're a big chain, right. and you squeeze your own yogurt out of the machine yourself. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So you fill up a cup, and you obviously overfill it like you do with a Slurpee to get the best yeah. possible value that you can get. Is it a yogurt bar? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and and people I think think that it's healthy because it's not ice cream. No, yogurt's better. That's right. And fruit. That's right. Well, you could put fruit, but they have all these other things lined up in these beautiful little containers. Like you can put a whole big scoop of gummy bears on the top, (laughs) (laughs) or you can put um, little chocolate pieces on the top. It's like the. And how do they charge? They charge by weight. Oh, okay. So it probably ends up costing you like $35 for your one mm. yoga supreme thing that you've I'd created. be going with the bananas because they're lighter yeah. than like your mates or something. Oh, yeah, good thinking. Mm. And I'm just like, how did this become a trend? Like the teenagers, the young ones, I've seen them there. They're obsessed with it. Right. Is it because you have to do it yourself? Like as you know, you get sometimes like if you're at Subway or whatever, you're like, come on, put on another piece of tomato here, buddy. Yeah. Like you, you get a well, bit... Well, maybe this is the thing. You're right. Yeah. Maybe we like to have a bit more control now. That's right. And we'll do it ourselves no matter what it costs. Maccas have to construct your burger. That's on right. Just getting some generic one that's exactly. sitting there. Exactly. Which leads me perfectly into my second lot of marketing madness. Right. Which I also discovered is while... This is a double header. Double header. Two for the price of one. Stay tuned, Jeff. Large takeaway food giants. Yes. Mini food. Yeah, what's going on there? What is going on? Yeah. It's marketing madness. Well, what, what, who are they pitching it to? Are they going to just... Do you eat eight of the little tiny burgers instead of one Don't of them? Don't they come sort of joined? That, why are they joined? Yeah. <laughs> they look like little Siamese twin buns. Mm. When did we go from... You know, the, they had this thing where I still say this if I ever go through the drive-thru... Can I please have the whatever I have McValue meal? <laughs> because it was like such a thing that you got all this value, a lot of food for cheap. Yeah. Now you seem to get not as much. No, but you, the choices. That's right. And everything's mini. Your mini popcorn, mini chips, mini burgers. And the variety as well. Now. I know. Have you seen um, KFC's latest product? No. It's a pie with the KFC chicken in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just when you thought it couldn't get any more disgusting at KFC. But what is this? Like, what are the marketers up to? They think we want less food now. Like, it will seem healthier. It's tapas. Tapas burgers. Oh, my God. It's tapas. It's come to the big fast food giants. You're a fan of tapas? Well, like, if I was in Spain and it was like a beautiful little olive or something, like... <laughs> You're right. You've uncovered how they think. Jeff, I found the 2013 grand final very disappointing. Really? Yeah. I'm hearing this a lot. Why? Are you? I thought it was just me. What, what was it about it? Well. The fact that a team you didn't like won. 
Well, that that has, yeah. I mean, as a Geelong supporter, I've been very lucky that I've had three out of the last six. Mm. Anyway, it sort of got me started thinking about other dis- disappointing moments in my life. Oh, okay. You know, because I thought, when are some other times that I've been underwhelmed? Like you have a lot of expectation going in. And I've had a couple. The f- Probably the first one is when I went to Phillip Island. Have you ever been there? Uh, yes, once. Have you seen the Fairy Penguin Parade? I didn't actually see the parade, no. No, I don't think it is a parade. <laughs> they sort of bill it like it's a tourist attraction when it probably shouldn't be because it's just a natural sort of Well, event. there's a grandstand there, isn't there? There's a grandstand. Yeah, and the lights and then they all waddle up. In a yeah, big they row all, and... except I've been there twice, once as a child and, and once as an adult, and both times I saw about three penguins come ashore. Oh, really? And I'm like, I mean, we only drove down from Melbourne. That's like two hours. But there were Americans there. Imagine if you've crossed a couple of oceans. And were they disappointed as they well? They were so disappointed. Yeah. Like they kept saying, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if they were expecting a light show or some fireworks or whatever. That is one lame tourist attraction. Mm. Do you pay for it? Yeah, you've got to pay. You've got to pay to sit on the beach. And the other thing Can't that get ha- your money back? No. The other thing that happened to me that same time when I went down as an adult was like eating a potato cake in the grandstand and a seagull swooped it out of my mouth. That's just an aside. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sort of started thinking as well, September, other disappointments that I've had in September mm. when I went to the Melbourne show. Yeah. And this was probably... Well, I was there a week ago. Were you? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Well, I call it reverse Disneyland because I don't know if you've been to Disneyland. You run in the gates and it's just like magical for the first 15 minutes. Yes. Oh, wow. This is, it's so exciting. The this scale of everything. And everything. Yeah. And then you're going through um, It's a Small World. <laughs> and you just, oh, it drives it just you. Loses you just want to get out of there. Yeah. It's a bit the opposite for the show for me. You walk in there and you're like, oh, God, is this it? <laughs> it's just it's a show like old carnies with a few <laughs> rotten old sheep and a big pie on a bloody stilts. <laughs> show bags but then after a while you, I get into the spirit of it which yeah. is like, it's a country thing like, yeah it seems old fashioned old country women's association making cakes yes there's dodgy sort of you know <laughs> stunts going on in the main <laughs> arena it's got a bit of charm to as it as it goes on it? I sort of embrace it yeah. yeah yeah. well twice I've been with my dad and, and both times I think I've had the experience of being a little bit disappointed why were you disappointed well, the first time when I was little, probably too little for this, he, he's when we go to things, he doesn't like to queue up. Right. I think I might have told you this before. So, like, if we went to the football and it was cold, I'd get an ice cream because there was a shorter line for a chalk wedge than there was for hot chips at Waverley. <laughs> so we used to sort of get whatever we got because he didn't like lining up. Right. So at the show, there's big queues for rides. Yeah. But there's no queues for the freak show. What was the freak show? I didn't see that. Well, <laughs> it's probably so politically incorrect that they haven't had it for <laughs> the last 15 years. But he took me into this sort of darkened room and there was a two-headed sheep that had been stuffed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Except you could see the stitches where the second head had been <laughs> sewn on, <laughs> like, by oh, hand. <laughs> and that was under the freaks of nature category. All right. I found that very, very disappointing. <laughs> And another time he Was got... Was there anything else in there? 
A bearded lady? Or? Yeah, there was like bearded ladies. Like real, like real? Yeah, really? yeah. Really? Yeah. Was it stuck on though? <laughs> I think it probably was. Oh, God. But the lamb's head, I've never been able to get that image out of really? my brain. So even though yeah. you knew it was false, yeah. you still kind it of was like, Yeah, so someone's taken a one, like two stuffed animals. And oh, yeah. Hey, Bill, I've got a job for you. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, what is it this time? You need another cushion? <laughs> no. This one's a whole week job. <laughs> And it was it was just really lame because there wasn't many people in there, but there was like Carney shouting at you like woohoo, oh, trying to yeah. frighten you. And oh, I was frightened. Well, they did their job then. <laughs> and then the other, the final sort of nail in the coffin of the disappointing show was my dad wanted to enter a cake competition. Yeah, you know how, like you said, like the yeah, I saw the sponges. Well, his was he, he sort of missed a fair bit of what the contest was about because it was sponsored by White Wings. Right. So he thought that you had to make a White Wings cake. Your dad entered. He entered. And he made a very sort of flat-looking orange cake and then popped the White Wings box behind it (laughs) and entered it and then subsequently got disqualified because you weren't supposed to use a packet mix. And how do you feel about show bags? Because, uh, you know, now you're at the stage where you just, I can't help it, maybe the magic's gone, but I just can't help but looking at the bags going, well, hang on a second. But you don't need anything else that comes with those things. No, or the little tw- trinkets and things. Yeah. yeah. Like, say, if you want to get the kettle chips thing or the twisties thing, you don't need a hat then that says twisties on it. <laughs> like, that makes you look mad. <laughs> Jeff, is that all we've got time for? It is. We've reached the end. Oh. But as one little sting in the tail, I thought we could do an interactive ending to this week's podcast. Oh, that's good. Now, you have – we've talked a lot about choice in this podcast. Yes. People wanting to have choice over things. Mm-hmm. So this is your decision now. Mm-hmm. The last remaining 30 seconds of the podcast, you can listen to my review of several great shows starting in America right now, mm-hmm. TV shows, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., a new one with James Spader, mm. Tony Collette's Drama Hostages. Mm, that sounds good. Or – if you want, you can listen to Kate. What are you going to do? Oh, did you want me to do it now? Just have something, yeah, you can riff on. Okay. And people will choose. Um, well, I just actually put my asparagus in yesterday, planted them. Perfect. Oh, you can listen to Kate ratting on, rambling on about asparagus. Yeah. If you're on your computer now or your iPod, push option J, then you will hear my review of the hot new American TV series. Or push option K and listen to Kate. Rabbiting on about asparagus. Whoa! That many people? Can that be right? I mean, the computer's not often How wrong. How did we get here? First thing that you need to do is prepare your gardening bed. This involves manure, Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you need to get yourself some topsoil. Are you listening still? Yeah. You got topsoil? Like hay? No! Like high quality dirt. Oh, okay. Doesn't have rocks or bits of sticks or anything in it. Yeah. You have to get that from a gardening, like a wholesaler, like a mini mix place. Mm-hmm. Are you awake? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm still here. <laughs>